Number four. Number four. Nehemiah chapter 1 from verse 1 to 11. This one is very interesting. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1 to 11. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaria, it came to pass in the month of Shislev, in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the citadel, let's go, that Hanan, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah. And I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived their captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The war of Jerusalem is also broken down. And its gates are bent with fire. My God. So it was when I heard these words. Which words? That the city is bent. That the people are in disgrace. That the people are in great dis distress. That the people back home are suffering. Not him. But the people back home are suffering. Are you here somebody? Give me the word. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days. I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. My God. Can you see this man? The Bible says he heard. He heard that the people back home, they're in great distress. The people back home are in trouble. The people back home, they are, you know, they are not okay. And the Bible says he began to fast and he began to, to pray and he was even weeping. Are you here, somebody? He was even weeping. The anointing to intercede intercession anointing. You need to be anointed to intercede. It is not for everyone to intercede. It is an anointing to intercede. Let's go. And I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments. Please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open that you may hear the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now, day and night, for the children of Israel, your servants, and confess the sins of the children of Israel, which we have sinned against you, which we have sinned against you. Both my father's house and I have sinned. Let's go. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. Let's go. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, if you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. Let's go. 
But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though some of you were cast out to the farthest part of the heavens, yet I will gather them from there and bring them to the place which I have chosen as a dwelling for my name. Let's go. Now, these are your servants and your people whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. Let's go. Oh Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name. And let your servant prosper this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was the king's cup bearer. The Bible speaks of Nehemiah. And the Bible says he heard. He heard from people that came from back home. That the people back home are in trouble. The people back home are not enjoying life. There is so much trouble back home. Remember he's in the house of the king. Remember he's eating whatever he's eating. Remember he has access to the king. His life is okay. But the Bible says he began to fast. He was praying. He was weeping day and night. For the people back home. Not for himself. But for the people back home. And see the prayer of intercessors. The Bible says, Nehemiah said, we have sinned. He was including himself in the sins. He said, we have sinned. We have done corruptly before you. And he says, remember your covenant and mercy. Remember your covenant and mercy. When you have the anointing to intercede, you know when to call upon the mercy of the Lord. You don't say, this one is sinning. You say we have sinned. You include yourself in something you know nothing about. Are you here, somebody? You take those sins and they are on you. And when you are crying to the Lord, it is not that they are doing this. Uh-uh. We are doing it. Mighty God, have mercy upon us because we have sinned. The anointing for intercession can only be received with people of compassion. Because it takes compassion for you to wear sins you know nothing about. For you to start praying and crying for things you don't even know. Are you here somebody? The anointing for intercession. People that carry this anointing are able to rebuild wars. People that carry this anointing are able to turn around situations. You don't have to be a group. Nehemiah, I don't see him running to brothers. I don't see him going to the temple telling the priest. On his own, he was praying day and night. He was fasting alone day and night. He was weeping before the Lord. Lord, remember your covenant. Father, have mercy. Remember, he's even able to court the covenant. Which means if you want the anointing for intercession, you must be rooted in the word. You need to be covered by the word. You need to be immersed in the word. That you are able to say in this time, this is the scripture that I will cry before the Lord upon. 
Are you here, somebody? The anointing that Nehemiah carried is a very rare anointing. The anointing to intercede. The anointing to forget about yourself. This anointing is given to people that are selfless. People that are not consumed in me, myself, and I. People that are able to say that, no, 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 no. My brother now has missed the way. My sister, this is not their character. I need to cry to the Lord. People that carry this anointing are not telltelling. If you are a telltaler, you are not a candidate for this anointing. Because if you are truly an intercessor, the Lord will reveal things to you that no one else knows. Not for you to go and tell your sister, no. That just disqualifies you completely. It is for you to cry before the Lord. Remember the Bible says, I'm looking for one man. Behold, I was looking for just one man to stand in the gap. I wasn't looking for two. I wasn't looking for ten. Just one was enough. Your family needs you to carry this anointing. Are you here, somebody? Your family needs you to carry this anointing. You don't say, no, my children, I don't even know where they got this behavior from. No. You begin to repent. Sins of your children that you know nothing about, you begin to repent. You cry out to the Lord. You stop eating. You are in a prayer. You are in a fasting. You are weeping day and night. Are you here, somebody? You are weeping day and night. You have everything, but your family, nothing. Are you interceding for your family? Or you are okay? Because you, after all, you are in a mansion. You, after all, you are okay. Your family, it is one sickness after another. It will come from your mother, it will go to your brother. From your brother, it is your uncle. Then it is your cousin. And yet you are in church. You can't even think that, no, I need to do something. This circle must be broken. The anointing to intercede. The anointing to intercede. Are you ready to receive this anointing? Are you ready to receive this anointing? People with this anointing, you don't wait for fasting program. You don't wait that, no, I think I'll fast um, at least towards crossover. So I'll fast from the 15th of December and maybe I'll fast until crossover. No. Your program is that of the Lord. When you hear something, something should be aroused in your spirit. You should feel pain. Do you know what people don't do these days? People are happy with the pain of another. People can have a brother in church. And they are happy that their brother is going down. They are happy that the brother is drinking now. They are very okay. They will even be sharing the post of their drunk sister. Instead of crying out to the Lord, that is a soul. Forget about them. That is a soul that we have lost. You need to have that compassion. It should pain you. You should feel the pain. Are you here, somebody? You should feel the pain. Not that someone is just doing the wrong things and all you do is to tell everyone, have you heard? Have you seen? Don't just look at her like that. Do you know what she did yesterday? Did you pray? Before you start pointing fingers, did you at least spend time to pray for that soul? Did you cry to the Lord because of them? 
Someone is going through a financial trouble, serious trouble. They're even coming to repossess the house. And you are even happy that they were too proud of that house. No, you need to intercede. You need to pray. God, don't let this happen. Father, have mercy. Mighty God, you go in prayer. Day and night, you leave the comfort of your bed. You go down. You begin to pray. Mighty God, have mercy. We have sinned, O oh God, but have mercy. You are a merciful God. The Bible says his mercies are new every morning. His mercies are from everlasting to everlasting. There is no sin that mercy cannot cover. The Bible says mercy triumphs over judgment. Are you here, somebody? Mercy triumphs over judgment. Before you pass that judgment, have you looked at your life? Before you pass that judgment, you know there are so many people that are so quick to judge. Before you pass that judgment, did you look at yourself this morning in the mirror? Did you remember the things you did yesterday? Anointing to intercede. I said the anointing to intercede. Receive the anointing to intercede. In the name of Jesus, receive the anointing to intercede. In the name of Jesus, that you can stand in the gap. And you do not let go until you see the change that you want to see. Nehemiah didn't stop here. Nehemiah went to the extent of approaching the king. Seeking leave. Taking the timber and going back to Judah. He went to an extent of going around the city walls. And he started building the gates. People followed when he already started. The Bible says in the night, he went to inspect the city gate. He knew the extent of damage. He began to work on the gate. No matter what people were saying, there were some ballots. There were some Tobias. But because he had the anointing to intercede, he never entertained them. Let me tell you something. When you carry the anointing to intercede, Tobias will arise. I said Sanbarat will arise. And all they want is to stop you. All they want is to stop you. For things to happen in your life. For things to change in the church. For things to change in the nation. For things to change in your family. For things to change in your company. You need to carry the anointing to intercede. You do not let anyone turn you. You do not allow anyone to influence you. Whether a Tobias comes, whether a Sanbarat comes and says, no, come, leave first. Stop interceding, leave that. We need to discuss. You don't pay attention. The anointing to intercede. I said the anointing to intercede. Receive this anointing in the name of Jesus. Receive the anointing to intercede. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. From today. From today. May you be filled with compassion. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May you know when to call for mercy. I said may you know when to call for mercy. In the name of Jesus. From tonight, receive the anointing to intercede. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That if the Lord shows you something in the church, 
you begin to cry out to the Lord day and night. You don't start pointing fingers. You begin to cry to the Lord. You say, Lord, have mercy. Remember the covenant, oh God. Have mercy upon us. We have sinned. You don't say, mm, it wasn't me. Uh-uh. Intercessors, you carry it. It becomes your sin. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? The anointing to intercede. I say the anointing to intercede. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter 3. Verse 16 to 28. 16 to 28. 1 Kings chapter 3. The anointing of wisdom and judgment. The anointing of wisdom and judgment. 1 Kings chapter 3 from verse 16. Now, two women who were harlots came to the king and stood before him. Let's go. And one woman said, Oh my Lord, this woman and I dwell in the same house. And I gave birth while she was in the house. Then it happened the third day after I had given birth that this woman also gave birth and we were together. No one was with us in the house except the two of us in the house. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. So she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while your maidservant slept. And I laid him in her bosom and laid, and laid him in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to nurse my son, there he was dead. But when I had examined him in the morning, indeed, he was not my son whom I had born. Then the other woman said, no, but the living one is my son and the dead one is your son. And the first woman said, no, but the dead one is your son and the living one is my son. Thus they spoke before the king. And the king said, the one says, this is my son who lives and your son is the dead one. And the other says, no, but your son is the dead one and my son is the living one. Let's go. Then the king said, bring me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king. Wisdom. And the king said, divide the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. Then the woman whose son was living spoke to the king for she yearned with compassion for her son. And she said, oh, my Lord, give her the living son. And by no means kill him. But the other said, let him be neither mine nor yours, but divide him. Can you see? Let's go. So the king answered and said, give the, same, the first woman the living child. And by no means kill him. She is his mother. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king had rendered. And they feared the king 
for they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to administer justice. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? The Bible says two women, halots, two halots, went to the king. And they all went with different stories. The king did not just hear one side. The king heard both of them. The king did not just conclude based on the first woman. The king allowed the second woman to also speak. Let me tell you something that I've discovered. There are always two sides to a story. No matter what, there are always two sides to a story. The anointing for wisdom and judgment. Otherwise, you will judge amiss. Otherwise, you will conclude on a matter on things that are not even like that. Solomon, I love this. Solomon says, uh -uh, there is one thing that a mother would never allow for their child to be cured when they are alive. And Solomon says, bring me a sword. Let me cut this one into half. The mother says, no, 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 please don't. I would rather not have him, but he should be alive. Let him be with this one. Yes, it is not his son, but let him rather be here with this one alive. The one who is lying, she is very ready. Cut him. Because she knows both of us will lose. And Solomon says, uh -uh, I have seen just by this response, this child is for this woman. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? Wisdom and judgment. Wisdom and judgment. Wisdom and judgment. You will lose the right people in your life if you are not wise. You will judge people wrongly if you are not wise. Sometimes, close your ears. Go to the Lord. Lord, what really happened? In this prophetic church, everyone can dream. Are you here, somebody? In this prophetic church, if you don't prophesy, at least in dreams you dream, right? The Lord will give you a dream. <laughs> a very clear dream that will tell you that, ah, she was lying, lying, lying. You actually know that all that was a lie, lie, lie from your dream. Don't be too quick to judge wisdom. Are you here, somebody? Wisdom. Wisdom. The anointing of wisdom and the anointing of judgment. Receive in the name of Jesus. Receive this anointing in the name of Jesus. Receive this anointing in the name of Jesus. And the people that you have wrongly judged tonight, I pray that the Lord gives you a second chance. In the name of Jesus. I pray that the Lord gives you a second chance. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You know some people are so good at fault finding. But don't be a fault finder. Just love people. That is why the Bible says love covers a multitude of sin. Love. When you don't love, all you see are faults. The way someone walks, you find a fault. The way someone is dressing, you find a fault. The way they eat, you find a fault. The way they talk, even worse. You always find faults because you are just fault finding. Learn to love people. Even you, your faults are many. Many than the ones that you are finding in others. So tonight, 
I said tonight, receive the anointing of wisdom and the anointing to administer justice. In the name of Jesus. The anointing to administer justice. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Are you learning something tonight? Anointing of speed. Anointing of speed. The anointing of speed. Isaiah chapter 8. Isaiah chapter 8. Verse 1 to 4. The Bible says, Moreover, the Lord said to me, Take a large scroll and write on it with a man's pen concerning Mahashala Hashbaz. And I will take for myself faithful witnesses to record. Uriah the priest and Zechariah the son of Jeberekiah. Then I went to the prophetess and she conceived and bore a son. Then the Lord said to me, call his name Mahashala Hashbaz. For before the child shall have knowledge to cry my father and my mother. The riches of Damascus and the spoil of Samaria will be taken away before the king of Assyria. Give me good news translation. Good news. The Bible says from verse 1, The Lord says to me, Take a large piece of writing material and write on it in large letters. Quick loot, fast plunder. Are you here, somebody? Quick loot, fast plunder. Tonight, I said tonight, you will plunder the enemy so fast. In the name of Jesus. By the time they realize what has happened, you've already plundered everything. I said you will plunder them clean. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's go. Get two reliable men. The priest Uriah and Zechariah, son of Jeberekiah, to serve as witnesses. Some time later, my wife became pregnant. When our son was born, the Lord said to me, Name him Quick, Loot, Fast, Blunder. Verse 3. Go back to verse 3. The Bible says, This one, this one, Name him quick, loot, fast, plunder. Are you here, somebody? Quick, loot, fast, plunder. Are you here, somebody? <laughs> that promotion. As others are still dreaming about that promotion. Quickly and fast, fast, you will take it. I said quickly. And fast, fast, you will take it. You want that scholarship. Everyone else, their eyes are on the same scholarship. You will take it very fast. I said you will loot it very, very quick. In the name of Jesus. The anointing for speed. The anointing for speed. Give me verse 4, good news. The Bible says, before the boy is old enough to say mama and daddy, all the wealth of Damascus and all the loot of Samaria will be carried off by the king of Assyria. The Bible is saying it will happen so fast. 
it will happen very fast. It will happen very fast. I want you to cry out to the Lord, mighty God, grant me this anointing for speed. Let there be speed in everything that I do. In the name of Jesus, whatsoever has delayed, mighty God, let there be speed. In the name of Jesus, speed, mighty God, the anointing for speed. I receive this anointing of speed. In the name of Jesus, I receive this anointing of speed. In the name of Jesus, I receive this anointing. I receive this anointing. In the name of Jesus, the anointing of speed. The anointing of speed. In the name of Jesus, quick, loot, fast, blunder. In the name of Jesus. This one you will not miss it. I said if you are wise, this one you will not miss it. You will not miss this speed. Can I give you examples? Haven't you seen people that come to church? They never conceived for 15 years. They come. One touch. They don't have to go and wait 15 months. The same month they conceive. Isn't that speed? 